0: Hello and welcome to episode 79 of In Orbit, Mass Show's Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and to you, the Destiny community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we want to thank you for making this show part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge.
1: And my name is David.
0: And on today's show, we got Anthony, a.k.a. Sleeping Dogfish. Oh, hi there. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) You just reminded me of Bobby's mom.
2: Bobby's mom. <laughs> I you don't know who Bobby's that is. Oh, uh, I've never seen Bobby's World, so I can't really oh, say. I know, I know.
0: You heathen! <laughs> I don't, I even don't know what, watch what you're talking things about, so. like ever. So, am I There's dating that. myself? Because David yeah. just said he doesn't know what he's. Oh.
1: <laughs> you are, man. You are. Uh-oh.
0: Hello, world. My name is Jorge, and I am old. <laughs> Anyway, we want to make sure that you're checking out all the other amazing podcasts available here on the Mash Shows Buttons Network at com. Get involved with the show by sending us questions to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at inorbitpodcast. I had to think about that for a second. You can also check us out on Twitch if you're not even if you're not watching us right now. Our Twitch is www.twitch.tv slash dsbolt. So let's get right into it. TWAB came out. Bungie says that they're going to be a Gamescom. They're going to be a PAX. And we're going to get a new PvP map for the PC beta in Javelin 4 for Control. Yeah, I don't look so
1: stupid about playing it now, do I, Jorge?
0: <laughs> Never said you were stupid, David. You're getting all defensive. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing
2: it, too to put my pc through the ringer a little bit I haven't really done much pc gaming except for overwatch and uh so it'll be kind of fun to try it out at least a little bit so so you you did get the pc version of destiny 2 as well or you're playing I, no it? so I did not but I am <laughs> wanting to play the open beta I I figured having uh destiny on Xbox ps4 and pc might be a little bit Overkill?
0: oh right you i so, forget that you did get a ps4
2: i do have a ps4 now and i am going to be playing destiny 2 on ps4 absolutely i've got that pre-ordered and all set um Good. i didn't get a fidget spinner so there's that but that's okay can i could live with that oh you <laughs> i see what you have there
0: i did it you did Mark. it I put $5 down and then I took it back. He's <laughs> um,
1: trying to sell it for $500, though. Just remember that. <laughs> hey,
0: somebody did sell it for $500. That's ridiculous. That is crazy. I'm uh, I'm not the one who's buying stuff for $500. But hey, good for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so one big thing to come out of the PC uh, beta that's going to be here in a couple of weeks, August 28th for the early access and the 29th, or the open beta is that they put restrictions on uh, software capturing and, and talk so for example the full screen capture can only be done with hardware such as elgato avermedia or a dedicated streaming pc but if you have software capture such as obs which i know david using right now to stream to the masses or xsplit you're not gonna be able to do um, that on your computer, so you won't be able to stream using those um, methods. Also, if you're gonna be using stuff like, like Discord or Mumble, you're gonna have an issue if you want that overlay that says, oh, you're talking to GoToNRG or you're talking to sleeping dogfish. You're Not gonna be able to have that on your screen. So they basically want you to operate everything either through a hardware dongle or through a, an, another PC to prevent cheaters. That's what they're stating. Now I know a lot in the PC community were like. Ha, 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 give it a couple of weeks. They're going to figure that out real quick. Oh yeah. But I have to. Like for me as a non-PC player. I don't see too much of an issue with it. Just because PC is always the wild, wild west. And they're going to try their very best to protect their product.
2: Yeah, I do think um, the whole not being able to capture through OBS is going to hinder things a lot because there's a lot of PC streamers who have been really itchy to get their hands on Destiny. And now Destiny 2 is here. And uh, I mean, now basically they've got to have a whole extra system to be able to stream Destiny 2, which Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, you don't need a whole lot of processing power to be able to stream Um, So it might not be too terrible of an investment, yeah, (laughs) but it is still an investment that people are going to have to make now if they want to stream it. And uh, I I mean, I personally know a lot of uh, Destiny or PC players who are going to be pretty disappointed by that fact.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So my one question was, is this just during the beta or is this the whole like this is how it's going to be?
0: That's how it's going to be. Yeah, that's my understanding as well. Yeah, they they definitely want to clamp down on cheaters um, from modifying the game code. At least these are Bungie's words. I honestly don't know how that, that would happen. It wouldn't surprise me considering a click can infect your computer and send random dirty images to random people. So whatever. But um I, I, the only thing that that stinks as he mentioned was that there's a lot of streamers who are out there now now, one important thing to note is the software capture will work if you're in windowed mode, but if you're in full screen mode, it won't work.
1: Oh, uh, so what okay. you're saying is I can just use my two screen setup and I'm fine
0: uh yes, yeah. so the one workaround that you can kind of do to have full screen mode is you'll have windowed mode and you can remove the the border and stretch it out to i guess as as large as you can and then have everything on the second screen at least that's what i've heard people saying that they are thinking about doing rather than creating an entire system or using hardware capture such as elgato but it's still kind of a an annoying thing because the smallest thing like let's say your mouse comes over or your mouse leaves the screen and now you got issues that are happening like i could see issues cropping up because of um not having the full screen mode or whatever well i think at least um and this is
2: just kind of my from my experiences in like doing streaming through overwatch and stuff in uh on a pc at least like you won't have too much of an issue of your mouse going over because it seems like once you have it like clicked in there, you're kind of locked in there when you're in the FPS mode of things. And you can escape that by pressing, you know, like the Windows key or uh, I don't know what it would be equivalent to on a Mac. But you could do something like that and then you can get out of that and you can move around. But it should lock you in there. I didn't actually realize that the you could still do software capture in uh, windowed mode. So that is good to hear. That is nice. At least like there is an option. For people who have PCs, um, you know, they won't get the full resolution out of their screen. Maybe it'll be just a little bit less, but, um, you know, they can still get on board with the streaming thing. And so I think that's that's at least better.
1: It is. Yeah, I agree. It, it is a good thing to have this sort of small workaround, but I don't know. The whole situation's weird to me because I understand they want cheaters to like not have room to work but you have games like uh i don't know there are a lot of games that you can stream and don't have many street uh cheaters overwatch being one of them
2: yeah. yeah that's kind of what i was thinking is like i've i know i've also done overwatch not in a windowed mode just taking up one of my full screens and it's worked fine i've been able to stream from that i'm pretty pretty sure yeah, We're second so. guessing ourselves now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, did, have, did I actually have I, do have I been
1: able to stream it? Stream it? <laughs> have,
0: have I?
2: Can I stream? <laughs> hmm,
0: let's find I mean, out.
2: To be fair, it's been a little while since I've done any streaming from PC. I just I'm more of a console guy. I've always been, and so, um, but I I don't know. I could just see this having some negative side effects in in the streaming world, anyways.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, people people always find a, a way around it, um, or an alternative, or whatever. So, I I definitely feel for for those who this is either going to be an annoyance for for the bit of time that it takes for somebody to find an exploit. But I, as as somebody who doesn't stream too often, and as somebody who doesn't really play on PC, I kind of see what Bungie's saying. Um, and I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll find a workaround or Bungie will find a way to make everything integrate or find a way to prevent things from being locked, uh, to get in using overlays or whatever. Um, cause another thing too, that, that as I'm, as I'm talking about the overlays, if you have one of those, um, softwares that shows like your frames per second, cause you absolutely must have 200 frames per second. So that your eyes bleed. Um, you can't use that on on Destiny 2. You won't be able to use uh, see what how many frames per second of goodness that you got. All that buttery smooth shooting and, and cabal slapping. <laughs> so let's move on to the next thing, which is the Rockstar Energy Drink. Yeah, Red random, Bull is now kinda. officially the side boo.
1: anybody else think this is very random? I don't know. I don't know. It just felt. It was like the fidget spinner. They're just randomly announcing stuff at times.
2: Yeah, I definitely felt that way. I was kind of like, what? They're, they're doing this? And like, I feel like if they were going to do it, they should have done it kind of a little while ago, maybe? I don't know. Or like said something about it sooner. I don't know if maybe they're just trying to do it like right around when Destiny 2 comes out because you're going to be actually getting something out of it. So then it's more important then.
0: You know what's the weirdest thing about this? Bungie themselves haven't said anything. It's just like, boom. Random cans are going throughout the USA and Canada. It was like, Bungie's just like, I don't know what just happened, but sure. Go drink Hunter. Go drink. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I mean, we don't know too much about how the promotion works or... What you get, um, based on certain cans that have been out there, from people that that have picked up these cans, uh, they're saying that you get legendary items. And we're, on the show, we're thinking that you're probably going to get stuff like the Spectar gear or the Desolate gear, where it has no light, but you can infuse it, or whatever system they choose to have later on in, in the game, um, to make that thing stronger. But it yeah. just it like the whole thing as as both of them mentioned, like it just seems very weird. There's no official word from, from Bungie. There's nothing that really came out. It's just like random cans. Enjoy. It was yeah. It it was
1: random. And Bungie really didn't say anything. And they didn't say anything in the TWAB, right? I didn't just missed that.
2: No, I didn't see anything. Right,
1: which is Again, more weird stuff to me, just because you would think like when something like this gets announced and now you have this like weekly news source, that's where you would talk about it.
2: Yeah, you would think they'd make at least like a quick mention of it and be like, oh, hey, we're going to talk about those a little later or something, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how that's what they've done leading up to now with stuff. They've been like, oh, we know you've been hearing about this, but you're going to have to wait till blah, blah, blah.
0: Indeed, yeah. So we'll we'll probably talk about it more next week when it's more. I'm hoping widely available, and we have a couple cans. And I'm hoping that next week, at least something comes out of Bungie to talk about the promotion because the game is coming out in basically a month. I mean, we're recording what the fifth today is fifth. Yep, August the fifth. Yeah, if officially one month from today. Destiny 2 will be in our hands, at least console players, and and we will be going through and demolishing Cabal and random enemies that pop up that we've already killed hundreds and hundreds of times but now look fantastic in 4K. Indeed. Yeah. All right. And with that, David, why don't you go ahead and talk about MASH those buttons?
1: Mashable's Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today right on the master's Buttons website at com.
0: David, with that smooth delivery. Indeed. <laughs> and you know, I, I want to
2: mention too, like I've had a few times because I, I listen to In Orbit a bunch of times, and um, oh yes, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and I do it on SoundCloud. And so whenever it finishes, another Match Those Buttons podcast starts, and it'll be like kind of a random one most of the time. But like, and a lot of times it's games that I don't even like really know anything about. But sometimes like these are really good podcasts, guys. I like just enjoy listening to them. So. Any of you guys who are out thank here, you. if you haven't listened to any of the other Mash Those Buttons podcasts, I'd just say check them out. They're fun. Even if you don't know anything about the game, they they make it pretty interesting, and you're like, oh, I feel like I could get into this game. And I, just just as a heads up for anybody out there
0: who's listening, uh, we appreciate it. And as a heads up, oh, Anthony, sure. uh, the five hundred dollars is being sent to your PayPal account. Anyway, thank uh. you. Yes. <laughs> You, I, you I got the right email, out.
2: right? It's it's not sleepingdogfish.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I would just like to point out that uh, chat here over on Twitch is trying to get me riled up. Uh-oh. trying to talk about that cold-hearted, my favorite thing to rant about. Mm.
0: Ah. Uh-oh. Yeah, so if you didn't, if you guys didn't catch last week's podcast, David was really upset about uh, cold-hearted being a pre-order exclusive because of it being an exotic. And exotics, as we know, are some of the most powerful, most unique weapons in, in the game. And it feels... I, I I agree. It does feel weird that it is a, a, a very powerful weapon, or I'm, we're assuming it's a powerful weapon, that you just get for pre-ordering the game. So, David, I'll, I'll let you go for round two so that... Anthony here can giggle at your absurdness.
1: <laughs> oh, you want me? You want me to rant again? No, it's the it. same thing as last it's... week, dude. It's it's. I still stand by, and I'm still upset about. Uh-huh. It's 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 not an exotic. If it's not special, and pre something isn't special, but that's all I want
2: to say on it because because <laughs> we don't want to go too far into that again. Okay, so like
1: I don't want to. I don't want to go down this path. I mean, I don't know. Um. Sleeping, what's your what's your opinion on it? Let's see let's see what you it's, say
2: It's hard because like I know that they want to put something in for a pre-order bonus that's in game that's something that people like actually care about. Because with the pre-order bonuses and like um the bonus for I think it's a bonus for the deluxe edition of Destiny or something like that. Or no, I think it was just the pre orders. You got those like green guns from uh the Vanguard quartermaster and they were terrible. Like I picked one up and I used it for all of like half of a level. And after I had hit like, you know, level 16 or whatever, I never touched any of those things again. And so, you know, it was kind of like at the end of it, I was like, Oh, was that all I got for the pre-order bonus? And I I didn't really care that much about it. I do kind of feel like, Pre-order bonuses are better off as more, like, cosmetic things. Things that don't really matter in the game. Um, You know, like, if you get an armor set that you can infuse that looks pretty cool, I could deal with that. That wouldn't, like, bug me as much. It is a little weird to me that it is an actual gun that they're giving away. Mm -hmm. However, you know, I do kind of know they're trying to make it, like, something that people actually want to pre-order for, Um, and by the way, I think destiny two has already surpassed, uh, pre-orders for destiny one, which destiny one was one of the most pre-ordered original games of all time. So, uh, clearly what they're doing is working, but, um, you know, it's, it's also a little bit concerning at times. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I just, I don't want it to be like a a pay-to-win kind of situation you know that's i think that's what everybody's kind of concerned about is that it is going to be a pay-to-win kind of thing however i also like one of the other things that i know you guys kind of talked about last week is the changing role of exotics as well um you know we're going to be getting exotics as we level up too I'm kind of suspicious that in this game, there's going to be a lot more exotics and just a lot more guns in general because they are going to have more static roles. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there's going to be a lot of guns that really like don't matter all that much. They're just going to be kind of there. And I would suspect that's going to be kind of the same case with, uh, with this cold heart as well. It might, it might be, which is
1: horrible.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I do wish,
1: it ruins the integrity of exotics.
2: Yeah. Well, so I do think another thing as far as how exotics work in Destiny is that they're not necessarily going to be like the top tier guns. Um, I think a lot of times we have this kind of idea because we get the, the green ones are good. The blue ones are better. The purple ones are the uh, even better. And so the yellow ones should be the best. But Bungie's never really wanted exotics to necessarily be the best. I feel like they've just wanted exotics to be unique and like different and have interesting perks. And sometimes they're good, but sometimes they're not really that great um, or they're very situational um, or, you know, they only fit one particular play style. And so only like, you know, a small percentage of the community is ever going to use this thing. Um Like I had I had a friend who, for whatever reason, absolutely loved super good advice back in the day. And that was Was like, was he shooting oracles? Uh, No, he he didn't ever raid. He just really (laughs) liked that gun. (laughs) And I don't know why, but it just for whatever reason to him, that gun felt like super exotic. And so. You know, like, even though I was like, what the heck? Why are you using this? And he would pull it out in like Trials of Osiris and stuff too. And I'm like, what are you doing? But it's it's a, one of those things where that particular gun just fit a need for that particular player. He really enjoyed it because um, he could just run around spraying everywhere and never have to reload or anything like that. And so I kind of think that's more what the role of exotics in Destiny is supposed to be not necessarily that they are top tier that they are like the best guns in the game more that they're just unique guns they're like legendaries but they have like really special perks something very special perhaps situational
1: i'm okay with exotics being special and not the best in the game what i'm not okay with is exotics not being exotic and yes uh-huh. you can be made you can make it exotic by making it special and having this this niche use and stuff but at the same time this exotic piece of loot is supposed to be like a special piece of loot whether it's like unique or not it's supposed to be special and a pre-order makes it no longer special in my mind and it, it just kind of takes away from the whole like if you get exotics, as Jorge said, might happen. And I think you mentioned this might happen. If you get exotics as you're leveling up, it's no longer special to me because exotics to me are the end game chase when you're doing end game content. It's it's these special weapons that have these unique purposes and you're only getting them once you are really into the game. Once you have like full legendary or almost full
2: legendary gear. And that's part of what makes them so special. See, and I think that in this game, they're kind of changing that a little bit, too, because like even they shouldn't be
1: called exotics because they're no longer exotic.
2: Well, okay, but let me also mention, like, I think even like we're going to even be getting legendary gear um, as we're leveling up. So we'll be getting like little pieces here and there that we can take with us the whole ride kind of a thing. I don't think it's going to be like super frequent. But, like, as we're getting to, you know, say level cap is level 20 or whatever, and Mm -hmm. we're starting at level 1, we could get, like, a legendary piece at level 5 and um, keep infusing it, like, as we go. I don't know, you know, I'm not 100% sure that that's exactly what's going to happen, but I have a feeling that that's what's going to be the case. And so, kind of same thing with exotics, we could get those um, as we're leveling up and keep infusing them as we go. The thing that I do... Oh,
1: sorry, I was going to say, what makes you guys think that we're going to get the legendary and stuff as we level?
0: Well, they themselves stated that um, on the One Bungie uh, podcast, uh, that as you're leveling up, you're going to be getting exotics. Lame. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't
2: know that I necessarily dislike that. The thing that I kind of think is going to be, li- that might be kind of interesting with that, is... Well, so one of the things that kind of bugged me when I was leveling up the first couple times and, you know, leveling up through Taken King and all that is you get all this gear that really like doesn't matter that you just you're just trying to get to the next piece of gear that's going to be a little bit better. And then you're going to throw that away. This lets us like get some stuff that we can be like, oh, yeah, I've had this gun since I was level three and I love it. And I'm just going to keep using it because it's fun or because I have some special attachment to it. Um, Maybe it's the only legendary I got for like three levels or something like that or uh, whatever it might be. I I think it kind of lets you get a little bit more attached to some of those um, pieces. Although, I mean, I guess you kind of do that a little bit too when you you get it at the end game. But... On the other hand, it's, it, I don't know, it just kind of always bugged me a little bit that I get all this stuff that I couldn't do anything with. Um, in other MMO kind of games, like, I, so the only other MMO I've ever played was Star Wars The Old Republic, but I would get different, uh, gear, different guns and things like that that I could add little modifications to and I could keep leveling them up as I go. Um, and that was kind of nice. Like, I'm not even. I wasn't anywhere near level cap, but I had some gear that I just thought looked really cool and I could basically put in, and kind of like infusion sort of mm-hmm. a thing, put in little modifications to where I could keep using it. And so like I had kind of a, an attachment. It's well, like transmog, yeah. yeah.
1: But that's why transmog should be where they go for it. If they want, If they, you want it to be something that like you think this looks cool, then let it be transmog because then you're still getting higher level stuff from higher like tier activities i guess i don't know like i like i personally like the like rare uncommon legendary exotic tiering thing when it comes to level of progression and level of loot because it very easily defines what loot is better than what and it makes it so like So you go to like, say you have an uncommon doesn't have any perks. Then you have a rare. It's got like one perk. Then you have a legendary. It's got three perks Then you have an exotic and it has a specific use perk that nothing else will have. Like that's the type of thing to me that mean like shows that you're getting this better gear as you level up. Personal opinion though.
0: Right. Now only thing with that system is that Bungie has kind of been a not doing that. And what I mean by that is this, um, Functionally, if you take away the light, functionally all the guns from green all the way to purple are pretty much the same. You can get the same exact rolls on. There. But you can't because the um,
1: uncommons and rares have less perks.
0: They, they the 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 only perks set well the old guns because in Taken taking king I'm sorry in Rise of Iron they kind of changed the way the perks are set up from for the trees anyway. Um, back in the day, like you still had those two main perks, like let's say Firefly and Rangefinder. You could have a, a green with, with maybe one of them, but eventually as you, as he went along in the game, there were greens that had two of them. Same thing with blues. Like blues have, are functionally not that dissimilar from legendary. It's, um,
1: except they're weapons. missing parts of the perk tree.
0: The only, no, the only thing that, that, that's different between a blue gun and a purple gun, let's say they were the same type of ar- archetype of, of scout rifle was purple gun can go up in level, blue gun, that's it. Like, whatever level it is, that's no, it. No, no, <laughs> so no, that's not true there at all. Mm-hmm. That is not true at sure all. Take, take, a, take, take a look at them. Like, if you go back and, and get the blue guns right now, the only difference that there is right now with regards to the scout rifles, the hand cannons, all that, is that you can have different set set of perks or whatever... But they're not going to go up in level. That's like they—they they are that, like I have a blue hand cannon that is functionally a the same as my ES Luna. It has rangefinder, Has luck in the chain. But it
1: doesn't have the it, sight the options. That it, the mag options. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's every blue gun has less perk selections than legendaries and Destiny One. Not that much.
0: Not mm-hmm. that much more different. They, like it, it 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 looked like it, you could select all these different. Um, it has sure shot. Has luck in the chamber, has rangefinder, and then I forget the middle middle tree. But it it, it is functionally as the, it is more powerful than many of the hand cannons that I have perk set wise. But I'll never take it into the high level stuff because it's a three eighty five. Uh, so it, it, at least what I've seen from what I remember with rares, because
2: I used I used to actually use rares in uh, Trials of Osiris back in the day when they were <laughs> when it wasn't like that big of a deal. But um they would have like two site options, so not three, and then like one static perk and then like one perk where you could like switch between two options. So I see I know what David's saying. There's only like there's a limited amount of perks that you can select for it. I don't fully remember if that's the case on, like, any of the newer Rise of Iron ones, if those have, like, the three different perks you can have on there. Um, but I, I know exactly what you're
0: saying, David. There might be slightly less perks that you can choose, but there's not enough differentiation from the blues and the purples, in my opinion. And what I want them to do is I want them to go basically what what you were saying, where all greens, no matter what, have no extra perks. Blues will have... Um, A perk legendaries will have three perks that way you're incentivizing these these purples because right now yes right now because we're 400 we we see these blues we see these greens we're like shard 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 we break them down real quick but i kind of want them uh, okay let me start over because i i think well i think you were going down the right
1: path like you, you you made sense to me at least but
0: well the right path is not the word but what I w- what I want to get to was I don't think that these guns feel special enough and 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 using destiny 1 what I mean by the, so I've I've always I've always been of the type where I want to see something grow so when I see when you're going through the through the through the game and you're fighting enemies I want the purple drops and the blue like when you see a blue engram, it actually be of more value. And the same thing as, as, as a purple engram. Right now, there's very little value. Ever since, I want to say vanilla. And and I'm talking about the time when purples didn't guarantee you a legendary weapon. Like like you were like, oh, it's a purple. I, I rarely see this. Right.
1: It was the one thing that vanilla had right was that anytime you got an engram, you got excited over the engram.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I want to go back to. And how do you do this? You make the greens like very, very plentiful. Make the blues even less plentiful, but give the, those blues certain things that are that are important. So that when you get to a higher level, you can say, "Oh well, do I want to transmog this up and give it an extra slot?" Like one of the things that I've always appreciated is are games that let you take the most basic thing and build them up. I always love the Necrochasm quest, the original one where you had this common thing. It was a piece of junk. You brought it up to a purple, still a piece of junk, but that's beside the point, but it made you feel like you were taking something and making it better um, to, to be a purple. And then you finally change it into something exotic. Like that is one exotic quest that I think they got right in terms of the quest. Maybe not the reward, but in terms of the quest, it felt like something actually special. It felt like right. something that you were building yourself up to. There's not enough of that, and I I want them to go to a system where you're building up your weapons. Maybe it's not not everything has to be an exotic, but taking these greens, building them up, making them blues, giving them an extra slot so that you can take this gun and you know use it in in more advanced weapons or advanced um, missions. I'm sorry, and then. You're in end game, you still really like this gun but it's now blue, it's limiting you, but you found an upgrade to the gun so now it's a it has an extra slot for an extra perk. Like you're carrying this throughout your entire thing but it's not staying a green, it's becoming blue. It's then becoming purple. And maybe you do have a certain a specific gun that become that can become exotic. Like that's what I want to see more of in the game. See? There's not enough of that.
1: I don't think that's really possible in the way they've designed their guns, especially because all their I, guns are I specifically named, but right.
0: I know it's absolutely not possible because of the way that the gun like better Devils, is always going to have, what is it explosive right. rounds or whatever, yeah.
1: but at the same time, I think that it would be cool to be able to add something to say your favorite green guns So now your green gun, which had no perks now has one perk or something, but um, I will say a game, you know, Destiny got compared to the Division a lot when the Division came out. Division, It was like, oh, this will beat Destiny, blah, blah, blah. Didn't. But um, the one thing they could take from the Division is the Division's gun progression felt like gun progression. As you got more rare versions of guns, as you went to like their version of rare, their version of legendary, like – you could really feel the difference. Those guns truly became more powerful and more special as you went up from gun rareness class. And I think that's something that Destiny should have in order to make the gun and progression feel just that little bit more special.
0: I don't know if you saw Waldy's comment. I like guns with explosive effects, Michael Bay. (laughs) <laughs> well, i've seen all
1: Wally, wally's comments i think our our first message to the reef question should really be wally's question will <laughs> got, d2 we'll feature the- an underground bar on the farm no, no, that no, no, my no, female no. hunter well, will feel uncomfortable gotta, going we to we,
0: we gotta wait we gotta wait it's not that time yet. for now however i want to switch gears because we've been debating weapons on the show since the beginning of time but i want to go to the forbes article um forbes we'll have the link in the show notes where Forbes put up an article where they stated that the four-player PvP kind of feels at odds with the three-player PvE. And in the game, we've always dealt with multiples of three. Um, activities were 3v3 or three-player uh, PvE activities, or they went up to 6v6. Unless you, now you play we're doubles. In a doubles. Weird... Every so often, you'd... yes, you did have the variation like doubles. But now we have a situation where you have four-player PvP and three-player PvE. And obviously we're going to have the six-player PvE activity, a.k.a. the raid. But it feels like there's a weird situation going on there where there's this imbalance where you can't really carry your your team over. Like one thing I've done is we'll I'll get a group of people, we'll do the Nightfall... Then we end up all going into, like, let's say, skirmish or whatever. We, we're not changing teams, nor do we have to boot somebody off of our team to do an activity. Like, I, I think that's always been one of the, the toughest moments is when you're really getting into an activity and then you want to do something else, but you have too many people in your team. You're like, uh, who wants to go with me? And you're not going, you're not going, you're not. Okay, you guys can say bye. So, that's true. How do you guys how do you guys feel about this um this article well, the topic of the article i should say where you have four player pvp and a three player pve dichotomy going on
1: i mean i don't mind it and it's just because like to me pvp and pve in this game have always been separate entities and this uh whether budget treats it like they are or not um this just kind of furthers that they're a separate entity and four player pvp is a good amount of players for this destiny pvp so i'm okay with it then you have three player pve which fits it fits the story you have a titan a hunter and a warlock like to me there's no problem with it um yeah the switching between uh activities if you're going from pve to pvp and having to like kind of make a player on your fire team the odd man out sucks but i i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think it still fits fine you know if they want to fix it i guess they should just add a fourth fourth uh character type for us to play
2: <laughs> i'd be okay with that um yeah i i pretty much kind of feel the same way i i actually have already at least during the beta had that come up so because i have a lot of friends that i play with on xbox and um we had four of us, and we were messing around with uh, with the PVP stuff for a while. But then a couple of them, well, pretty much everybody except for me, was getting tired of the PVP, and they were ready to do some strikes and whatnot. But then we had this problem that, all right, who goes where? Who does what? And you know, I I was just like, well, I'll go ahead and play, stay playing Crucible because I I just enjoy Crucible a lot. But it it was kind of like a little sad because I had them in the party chat and I could hear them having a good old time on their strikes and here I am yelling at the screen a little bit and being like, ah, oh, these guys lagging out over here and all that kind of stuff. So it it was a little weird and it it is a little bit of a hindrance, I'd say, but I do agree that it is kind of nice that they are separate experiences now. Um, And really, I really liked the 4v4 PvP. I felt like that was such a good size and such a good fit. Um, It just felt like just right. It kind of reminded me of like Halo back in the day, um, especially with how the ammo economy works now, where just one person picks it up and that guy, he's got the power ammo, you know, he's got the shotgun or the energy sword kind of thing. And you just know, all right, I got to watch out for this one guy. And if I see him... You know, do my best to kill him at range or whatever it might be um i don't know i liked it a lot i not to I mention do... go ahead
1: i was just gonna say not to mention on your halo thing it's these maps are now set up for eight people which means team doubles
2: is a possibility yes i was thinking that too like and didn't they do team doubles where it was like uh four teams In Halo in Halo. It was four teams of two. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so fun. I have thought about that like so many times that that would be really cool because sometimes I like the chaos of mayhem in Destiny like right now because there's just like so many people running around. But I also kind of want somebody there to help me out and like watch my back every now and then. Um, And so something like that would be super cool and really fun, I think.
0: God, I'm just picturing team Devils in Destiny, especially on a uh, on the one map that we had for control. Like you're going yeah. around the corner in the back. Um, I, I, I forget what what the name of that area is, but it's it's where you you have the front where where B is, and then opposite of B is like that that shrine area. I think it actually is. Yeah, and then yeah. if you go to the right side, like let's say you're in the middle where C is. And then you have somebody coming from B on the outside, and you're just you're flanked by two teams. You're just like, I don't know what to do. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just picturing all these. It's just, oh man, it's going to be some Smash Brothers mayhem going on, and you don't know what to do, and it's just chaos. a fan chaos. Team doubles is fun,
1: man. I love it.
0: Love it so much. I'm I'm hoping for a lot of a lot of changes in PvP. Um, so far we're seeing two great modes um with countdown and then not elimination but what is the other one called david what <laughs> the other <laughs> the other competitive mode uh basically you have a, a, a set amount of lives Every
1: god uh, what is it called what it's, is it's that a- called <laughs> oh man I, I, you have eight lives you go down yeah. this is the
0: last time i turned to mr pvp expert for questions about pvp anyway <laughs> i'm hoping for a lot more modes that because we know that rumble's not there and i think they also said clash isn't there um mm-hmm. at least that's what was implied when when they were talking about Rumble's not being there clash not being there not being shown So they have to make it up with other modes so i'm i'm excited to see what kind of cuz we we already know that there's going to be two game types you have your, your competitive style no, no, wait
1: clash is there it's control clash and supremacy are the three casual modes
0: are you sure about that
1: yeah because i'm looking up the name of it and it just i just found that where did you find survival that? is the other one
2: survival that's right survival infection
1: i found it from gamer rant so if i'm wrong they're wrong
0: okay so i'm, I'm hoping for a lot a, a couple cash more casual modes besides those two because the uh, supremacy is considered casual
1: yeah that's a pretty
2: casual mode
0: i, mm, I guess I, yeah i feel
2: like it was kind of a casual thing i mean it's it's a very different play style, but I, I could see it as being a casual game. And when one player and, can win it, don't they have it in casual. like Call of Duty or something similar? Kill confirmed, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, and that seemed like it was pretty casual in there. So I could see it being casual for sure. Okay. Speaking of casual PvP, uh-huh. we came up with <laughs> one of the most fun things to do in Destiny yesterday um we went to the reef and you know there's like all those bridges and whatnot we just like ran at each other and jump and you try and collide at each other in the air and knock the other one off the edge so you just basically are jousting and it's hilarious and so much fun and we just did that for like a
0: good 45 minutes straight me and david did that once unintentionally and he knocked me off the entire I actually uploaded it to YouTube a long time ago. I remember that. I'll never oh, really? forget it. I was <laughs> like, you knocked me off. And here's David giggling like a little schoolgirl. Right. <laughs> he, he was done for a good 10 minutes. I was like, you son of a... <laughs> anyway, with that, I want to take us on a journey. On a journey because it's now time for messages from the reef. So Messages from the Reef is the section where we bring you, the audience, into the show. You guys ask us questions, and we answer them. First one is going to be Wally himself. So, David, go ahead. and. Go ahead well, Wally first. wanted to
1: know, <laughs> Will D2 feature an underground bar on the farm that my female hunter will feel uncomfortable going to?
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> i hope i hope not man i hope i hope your female hunter is an empowered woman who won't feel uncomfortable anywhere
2: but but i do hope that there's a bar that's that's the thing
0: what it's happening? gotta be like it's
1: gotta be like a speakeasy where you have to like knock on this weird door and some shady guy yeah. opens a little well, okay slatch to see you and ask for the password
2: <laughs> there was that <laughs> cellar that we couldn't go into hey there you go it was pretty dark and creepy looking in there I mean, I felt like I would be uncomfortable going in there, just saying.
1: Where is they're going to sell stuff if there isn't a shady bar?
0: Right, exactly. What cracks me up is, is, is like, is there anywhere where my hunter will feel uncomfortable? Here's Anthony. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't mean it like that. I just, I was thinking the bar part. The (laughs) follow-up question.
1: Will the jukebox music be better? Will it be country?
0: No, but it'll have another terrible beatles remix it'll probably be country <laughs> and and i sure hope
1: that we can actually you know choose our songs this time oh god so for the real oh my god oh my god they're gonna make us pay with silver to play music oh, oh no, no.
0: <laughs> it has begun the sad Santa, thing is i um, could i could see that happening don't 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 you give them any ideas anyway <laughs> the real questions okay. will start with alex m are you upset that there aren't any more elements or subclasses in the game up to this point? Even Pokemon added two new Pokemon types when they went from red and blue to gold and silver. And while the new subclasses for the Warlock and Titan are cool, they seem like modified versions of the Sunbreaker and Blade Dancer with the Defender bubble. Um, I don't think
1: it's very fair to compare Destiny to Pokemon, <laughs> which already had like 12... 12- types in its first release and now they're up to like 16 types or something like that
0: very pokemon
1: Um, but (laughs) yeah i mean i'm always disappointed that there isn't just more content like um, like if they had more elements and subclasses there's more stuff for me to play however i don't think i could track and play four characters on two consoles between pc and ps4 every week so you know i'm okay with it Plus, I'd have to choose that I want... I'd have more of a choice of what I want to main. I already have the hardest time deciding right now.
2: Yeah, it's... I It has its upsides. It's got its downsides. Again, like you said, I, I'd always be down for more content. And I was honestly a little disappointed when I saw that it was kind of like just the same sort of stuff, like just, you know, Hunter, Warlock, Titan. And I was kind of hoping they might add in a fourth subclass and then we would have fours going in different things. But... um, yeah, but that's okay. I can, it, it's a little disappointing and I do think that the Sunbreaker and, or no, not Sunbreaker, but you know, I do think that the new classes are kind of like just retools of the original ones in some ways. Um, but they are really fun. So it's it's hard for me to also feel like I should be complaining about it because I did really enjoy it,
0: you know? Um. As for me, I'm not gonna lie. When I when I heard it was just Hunter Warlock Titan, I was kind of disappointed. Because the reason I say that is, um, when you talk about removing the power that that presents options to expand the story, like new classes, like you don't have to just be locked into being a Hunter. For example, um, if I'm not mistaken, Shin Malfer, the one who had Thorn, is a Titan. But everybody associates him as being a hunter. So, no,
1: Shin Malfort, bra, was the apprentice to the other dude. Yeah, Ward- Yor. Dredgen Yor. I'm
0: mixing people up. I'm yeah, sorry. Dred- he's the Thorn Guy. Dredge you Yor, the Thorn Guy, was a Titan. Everybody associates him with being a hunter. So, I thought he was a hunter. Nope. He is a Titan. And I think
1: you're thinking of, what's his name? Something, Azil or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was the Titan that was corrupted by Thorn. Correct. It's a different guy. Nope. Shin Yor was a hunter. Nope.
0: He he actually, name. Azir, the, the whole story with the additions that they did recently, they kind of confirmed that that is the guy and it's an actual Titan who had a cape and everything and went full on. Hunter. So a Titan
1: became Hunter because Hunter is master race. Thanks for confirming that. Jorge, let's in the podcast now.
0: <laughs> oh God. Anyway. Um, so I, I think that there was opportunity for changes, uh, like a melee class. And somebody who's focusing more on like strikes up close. Personally. Sounds get-
1: like, sounds like a Hunter. Because Hunter <laughs> is master race.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I curse you in the ground you walk on. Let's move on to the next question. By Jose. How worried are you that Destiny 2 won't deliver on its grand vision? From the stuff IGN has shown, I haven't seen anything that really stands out yet. The beta was fun, but didn't seem like a real sequel. It almost felt like the DLCs that we've been getting since the beginning of Destiny <laughs>
1: sorry but i sure hope the beta didn't feel like a sequel like it's a it's a beta um no the i don't think he's uh, talking about
0: the beta being the full sequel you ninny poop
1: okay i get that but like it it's a it's a one it's a beta two it's a sequel is the same game like with a new story it's it's not supposed to feel like an entirely different game it's still supposed to feel like destiny just supposed to feel like a fresh destiny and that's what it feels like um with regards to delivering on its grand vision because ign hasn't shown you stuff like enough stuff bungie has already said they don't want you to know stuff i am honestly surprised how much we found out from ign um it's more than i ever expected to know before destiny 2's release with the way bungie was talking about it And like I'm happy with that. I want there to be a not like to not know that much when I go into the story and when I go into the game. I want to be able to discover everything, discover what really lies in the patrols that they aren't telling us about. And with it delivering on its grand vision, like uh, it depends on what grand vision you're talking about. I think Destiny Two is going to be a fantastic sequel to Destiny One, and I think it's going to deliver a story that we didn't experience in Destiny One, at least from what I've seen and heard. And I don't know if it'll be what the, the one dude who was doing an interview, I can't remember who it was, but he said, like, we want people to complain that there's too much story. I, I'm not sure that could ever happen, but um, I do think it will be a great sequel and deliver on its vision, per se. Yeah,
2: I'm not too concerned either, honestly. I feel like, again, like like you said, it what we had so far is just a beta and a little bit of information from IGN, there's so much stuff that they're not telling us. And like we don't know a whole lot about um, those lost sectors and things like that. There's not a lot of information we have on a lot of different things. The the betas these days, they're not necessarily like meant to give you a whole lot. It's just meant to give you kind of a general idea of how the game's going to go, how it's going to feel. And... That's about it, you know, give you just a quick demo. It's it's not like I think part of the thing is we had so much to look at when we had the Destiny 1 beta, and I know a lot of people are kind of like comparing the two. Mm-hmm. That with Destiny 1 beta, we had like a good chunk of the game. This one, you know, we just got a little sample of some of the gameplay and how some mechanics work. And uh I mean, we really don't have a whole lot to judge Destiny 2 off of yet. But I'm not really too concerned. I feel like they've got kind of a good template going on. And what I've played, I've enjoyed. And so I'm not really that concerned, honestly. I feel like I'm going to have fun with it one way or another.
0: Cool. All right. So those are your questions. So make sure that you guys send us questions to InorbitPodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at inorbitpodcasts. Or join us on the show and send us questions here, just like Waldy did with his creepy self. Next. (laughs) Next, I want to bring this to Anthony. Anthony, who is your streamer of the week? All right. Well, this week, I want to give a shout out
2: to Miss Badax. Uh, She's a Destiny streamer to some extent. She does a few different things, but she does do a lot of Destiny. She plays on PS4. Uh, she does some Overwatch and uh I think she just got started in Fortnite this week too. So she's a really fun person to check out. Um you can find her on Twitch at twitch.tv uh slash missbadax. And uh she's on Twitter as well as Miss Badaxe. You can find her there pretty much everywhere as Miss Badaxe from what I've seen. Uh but she's really fun to go watch. Uh, give her
0: uh give her a look-see and tell her sleeping dogfish says hi. We'll also include the information in the show notes. So if you guys want a link link to her, check the show notes, okay? And, Waldy, I'm not... Oh, my God. (laughs) He sent another thing.
1: Waldy just lurking hard in Twitch chat. Oh,
0: God. I heard we will find out that Lord Shaxx is transitioning in detail. Oh, God. Anyway, (laughs) we are moving swiftly forward to the end of the show. Before we end the show, is there anything, uh, any final thoughts you guys want to bring up?
1: Well, you know, Shaxx could be like a Brienne of Toff. We've never seen his take his helmet off.
0: And, True. Uh, <laughs> and with that, this episode of In Orbit is done. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, if it's done, then we want to thank you all for listening to In Orbit. And thanks to those who tuned in, like Waldy, so that he can ask all of his questions in the Twitch chat. We are available on a ton of platforms, so please please make sure you're spreading the word. The best way to do that is to simply share In Orbit with others. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Downcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm. Casts, YouTube, and we have an RSS feed. Links to each are available right on the Masters Buttons website at www.mastersbuttons.com. Make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Masters Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Masters Buttons network at mastersbuttons.com/shows to see all of our podcasts. For any questions regarding scheduling, check mastersbuttons.com/schedule for scheduling details.
0: Check us out on twitter.com slash site, twitter.com slash inorbitpodcast, facebook.com slash buttons, youtube.com slash buttons. David, where can people find you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at ds underscore bolt or stream me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dsbolt, no spaces, no underscores.
0: And Anthony, where can people
2: find you at? You can find me on Twitch as Sleeping Dogfish. It's no spaces in there, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as at Sleeping Dogfish. Uh, no spaces again.
0: And as always, you can find me on all the different social network sites and gaming platforms via my screen name GoToNrg. That's G O the number two N R G. We're also going to include links in the show notes for our Discord page. So make sure that you guys join up there, get involved in the conversation, and I know sleeping Dogfish himself has a discord um we'll also include that in the show notes so that you could you guys can lurk him and stalk him and do all these dirty things for them anyway dun, dun, dun. make sure you contact us <laughs> with any questions as i mentioned inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at twitter.com slash inorbitpodcasts my prior events are not a memory it is momentum it advances, leads, and controls, points and directs, shapes and forms. I may not enjoy everything that lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, and what is in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the entire Inorbit team, David, Jordan, Jarrett, and myself, and this week's guests, Mr. Sleeping Dogfish himself, Anthony. We want to thank you for listening to our show. And as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny calls.